Hi, this is Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll share with you some valuable information about this topic. The Great Depression of 2020. If you see any properties that, that are of interest to you, let us know. We will gladly send you a property information packet on any loft, condo, or house, or we will arrange for a private preview upon request. If you have a home you'd like to sell, then you should know that I will guarantee the sale of your present home at a price acceptable to you, or I'll buy it for cash. This will allow you to buy your next home without worrying about selling your present home. To find out how much you could sell your home for, call me at 213-880-9910 now. I just finished writing a blog post article on the LA Loft blog, and that is the title, The Great Depression 2020. The reason why I wrote that, it does have a lot to do with uh, the real estate situation, being that real estate has collapsed uh, all over the country and all over the world due to the panic from the coronavirus. Uh, number one, we need to start off with the premise that the statistics we've been given are uh, very distorted, exaggerated, and counterproductive. They're mostly intended to do one thing, which is to cause alarm. And uh, the biggest downside of that uh, attempt to cause alarm is that it, it's causing panic and destruction of our economy. Well, we have more wind again today. Very cool and breezy weather, yet also sunny and bright. I'm walking up a hill, so if you're wondering why I'm breathing heavy, it's because of the uh, big hill we're walking up to at Elysian Park in Los Angeles, right between downtown Los Angeles and uh, right by Chinatown and Dodger Stadium. So hopefully the, the wind noise won't be too bad, but we should be through the wind in a few minutes once we finish going up this hill in Elysian Park where we are walking our dog, Zizix, Muppy Pagaduan. And uh, so the main thing I want to talk about is what, why the, this Great Depression of 2020, or otherwise known as Great Depression 2.0, why it's much worse than the Great Depression, but also why is it much better than the Great Depression? So in this lengthy article, we talk about all the bad things that are happening. Really, uh, let's talk about things that are worse than the Great Depression. Already, the uh, collapse of 
uh, employment. The unemployment ha- has exploded much, 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 much faster than the Great Depression, which took about four years to reach uh, the peak of unemployment. So to reach the, you know, the peak terribleness of the Great Depression, which caused about 30% of the population to become unemployed, that took four years. Now for us to reach um, 8 to 16% unemployment took only about two weeks. So to do, uh, you know, say roughly 10% unemployment in two weeks, uh, that's never happened before. Nothing like that. That's way, way more than anything ever in history. So that those are a couple of the things. So that's one of the most important things that's much worse about uh, 2020's Great Depression compared to the 1929 Great Depression. The other thing is that the... Uh, collapse of the economy, namely businesses, uh, retail stores, restaurants, and um, many other industries have uh, gone from 100% um, successful businesses to, um, you know, 50%, 20% or, or less uh, of their business and so that's much worse also much faster than the Great Depression also it's already that's already several times worse than the Great Depression so the Great Depression did not cause uh, you know roughly 50% of business to disappear so that is where it lies the biggest problem and the biggest loss the biggest disaster mistake of Great Depression 2020. By the way, all recessions and depressions are man-made, but they are also kind of part of the universe, which goes in cycles. Everything goes in cycles. So in that respect, it's uh, an act of God and also the uh, coronavirus itself is an act of God, and so the, uh, everything else is man-made, the timing and the catalyst, uh, and the decisions, of course, are, are all man-made, uh, the panic is man-made, although I guess you could say that God made, or Mother Nature made people, uh, panic, Whenever there is a major problem, people stop thinking and start running or hiding or fighting or any other other many miscellaneous things that they do uh, that's counterproductive because they stop thinking and start trying to survive. So that's why when you tell people that all these deaths are caused by coronavirus when 99% of them are linked to other pre-existing ailments, other diseases, and then you neglect to inform people of that and actually uh, cover that up. 
that's uh, that's the real cause of our main problem right now is that uh, a concerted effort to give information that is misleading. But back to the results. The results of the misleading information, the results of the panic, is depression 2020. And why is it worse? And I'm gonna to get to why it's also much better. Depression 2.0 is much better than the Great Depression of 1929. Almost done walking up the big hill. By the way, uh, being outdoors and getting exercise is, <laughs> is one of the most important attributes to being healthy and being able to fight off diseases and fevers and viruses. Uh, sunshine, uh, vitamin D. Sunshine is the perhaps the most important way to get vitamin D. Vitamin D, one of the most important things it does is... Um, make your immune system work properly. So when you don't have enough sunshine and you don't have enough vitamin D, then you uh, don't have good enough immunity. And at least 20%, maybe 50% of all the medications that people take cause their immune system to, to suffer as well. So anyone who's taking any medications, not only are they probably not getting healthier, they are generally getting less healthy, I mean, you can tell how unhealthy someone is by the amount of medications in their medicine cabinet or in their uh, around their sink. Generally, the more bottles of pills you see, the the sooner you can assume that they're going to die, and you can start betting on the including them in in your death pool. Uh, but back to the bad things about the Great Depression 2020. Uh, most people are good at economics. Most government officials, I mean, most people are bad at economics. Most government officials are, are pretty bad at economics as well. The only people I would say that are good at economics is yeah, probably more than half of economists are good at it, especially the ones that are non-political, the ones that are not corrupt. And uh, okay. uh, so, bad economy. So, bad economy is our main problem. Is things. Problems cause other problems. Collapses cause other collapses. So that's why things get worse and worse. The American economy is like the biggest thing in history. So it doesn't stop on a dime. It doesn't turn on a dime. It takes a long, long, long time. So we're not even going to start having the uh, foreclosures and short sales for another six months from now, about July and July through 
December and then probably even more next year in 2021. Because what happens is it takes time for people to recognize what's going on. It takes them a lot of time to do that and it takes them even more time to implement the changes they're going to make, which is downsizing, paying off, then, then paying off their debts and doing all the other stuff that, that reduces the size of the overall economy. So all those measures that people take in reaction have to happen first. They haven't happened yet, only some of them. They've only just begun to happen. And then other people have to react to those changes. And other businesses react to those changes. Investors stop investing, they start cashing out. They start selling at low and lower and lower prices. Homes start selling for lower and lower and lower prices because there's a cascading effect that most people do not calculate when it comes to macroeconomics. They've got to calculate the cascading effect. They've got to calculate the elasticity, of how long it takes for changes to, to occur based on what has already happened. There's a delay. Those are the things that people, even economists, have a hard time with. So that, those are the reasons why things have to get worse and worse before they can get better. And uh, as they're getting worse and worse, everything has to tumble. Prices tumble. Uh, supplies tumble. Inventories tumble. Actually, some inventories go up. Housing inventory goes up. <clears throat> but, because uh, inventory is you know, often a bad uh, sign that things are not selling. So, uh, anyway, and then the, what, the worst thing of all is that you're more likely to have a war, like Trump is saying that um, maybe China and other people, maybe China fabricated the virus on purpose. Well, then it's not much of a leap to say China fabricated the, um, this virus and we're going to take uh, action, we're going to take uh, we're going to respond in a negative way with uh, maybe the harshest um, of economic penalties ever to push China from the recession that it's now in to something much worse because they may feel that um, if there's any evidence at all, no matter how bad that evidence if we could use it to knock China down a couple notches, two or three or four notches, then uh, we won't have to worry about China eating our lunch in the future. So those are the worst things that come out of panic is that you start getting scapegoats. If you look back at all the scapegoats, there's numerous during the Great Depression, too numerous to mention. It was everybody. First they were blaming married women for working, saying married women need to be fired so that single women can work because they have to work to support themselves. Um, and then of course they ended up blaming 
um, Jews and gays and everybody else uh, hit they started blaming retarded people uh, you know Hitler was one of the main people who did these things but he wasn't the only one by any stretch Hitler was just the the one that we know about because he he made the news by doing that while controlling a very powerful country of Germany so war scapegoats and arrests of oh, oh freedom of speech so freedom uh, goes away freedom is uh, uh, more and more people are believing especially the the left the left the democrat socialists believe that freedom is is, a, is just getting in the way of what they want which is to redistribute the wealth well freedom is an impediment to redistributing the wealth too much people are are happy to give away like um, 5, 10, 15, 20% of their income uh, to the government and charities, uh, but they're not going to be giving away more than that. That's it. Anything beyond that doesn't work. Most people have never heard of that, but since I study economics, I can tell you that uh, about 14 to 17% is what people are willing to give of their hard work that they do, the results of their hard work. So once you get beyond 17%, it's, um, it doesn't work anymore. Everything after that is, is fake, phony, fraudulent, uh, or temporary, or corrupt. So that's why um, and freedom. A lot of people don't know that America, I think they still maybe teach that in school. When I was in school, they taught, you know, a few times that America is about freedom. It's about liberty. I'm hoping they're still teaching that in school. <laughs> and I'm hoping they're teaching what it really is. It's not something you can throw away. It's the foundation of America. It's the foundation of wealth, the foundation of happiness. Once you get rid of freedom, the more freedoms you take away, the more liberty you take away, the wealth goes away, the happiness goes away, uh, all the good stuff goes away. So some people think that the freedom, uh, that the wealth we have and so, so forth is just, um, what, accidental or something? Some people think that the only reason the United States is wealth is because it has used its military to, to steal the wealth or whatever. And uh, no, the world does not let you steal the world's wealth. If you're not giving something close to what you're taking, then you're, you're going to be stopped. So, so the uh, there's a uh, lizard. Let's see this lizard, puppy, puppy. All right. Anyway, but. Uh, Let's just, so we talked about the bad things, now we're gonna finish with some of the good things. Some of the good things, which are opportunities I mentioned before. One of my favorite topics on this audio podcast is uh, the silver linings of any problems, the opportunities that come from problems, and the making of, lem when you have lemons, turning it into lemonade. Because that's one of the biggest points of success that uh, people don't uh, talk about enough. The people who are motivated and successful, those are things that they automatically do 
without much thought. I mean, the motivation just turns into automatically anything that's um, negative uh, immediately, recognizing the opportunities in it, and, uh, and then acting on those opportunities and turning them into uh, bigger success. So it's the same thing with, the, with money. Uh, money doesn't just evaporate. The only money that evaporates is money that's not really there, like um, fraudulent numbers. Uh, printed money is, is, is fake. So um, when you're printing fiat currency, rather than using, for instance, gold coins as money, gold and silver coins, Gold and silver coins are, are, are hard to fake, whereas fiat money is naturally has a lot of phoniness built into it. So when money does seem to completely disappear and does not go to another person, then it's, that's just from the phoniness, uh, the corruption built into the system. But usually it really is going to someone else's hands if it's real money of, or things of real value. Um, then it actually doesn't disappear, it changes hands. So it changes hands, it goes into the people who are better at handling that money, people who are more educated, more knowledgeable, more entrepreneurial, willing to take uh, risks, because fortune favors the bold. Because fortune favors the bold, that's why entrepreneurs, risk takers, um, are the ones who end up with even more money. And of course, people who are already wealthy and know how to handle their wealth, thus know how to generate more wealth. People that are more aggressive, uh, sometimes the people that are more greedy, but that's not the, that's, greed does not generate wealth. Greed, greed, <coughs> greed is one aspect of motivation, one type, negative type of motivation, which is, I think I deserve more than other people. That's, that's greed. That's a type of motivation. Uh, most people don't have that kind of motivation. Most people have a motivation of taking care of themselves so they could live, taking care of their families uh, so they could um, be successful and proper, prosper and, and healthy. And then most people are also motivated by helping other people as well, including strangers. So in that, in, in that order. And uh, most people, uh, very few that I've seen, and I've seen plenty of wealthy, successful people, and the people, I've been fortunate enough to deal with wealthy people buying million dollar plus properties, buying and selling, and they, uh, roughly 100% of them are interested in helping other people or at least being fair with other people. So anyone who thinks otherwise is, is kind of uh, getting away from reality. And so those are, that leads us into what are the other benefits specifically. So we know that bad things uh, can turn into good things and anything that we think is bad, it's a matter of perspective. Um, and so, uh, and, that, and that money is going somewhere. So we simply have to be the people that are on the receiving end of the money as it moves 
out of the hands of the middle class and into the hands of the wealthy. It also moves into the hands of the smart and bold and entrepreneurial, um, savvy, motivated uh, people. So, and so the middle people who are middle class or lower class or poor who have all those attributes that, that attract wealth, they all get their bigger share of the wealth. So some people think that you have to be wealthy. No, money is a tool that attracts other money. Money is attracted to other money. But people all the time, America is built on people who came here with you know pennies or a few dollars in their pocket and uh, made a huge fortune. It's just numerous and it keeps happening today. In fact, people who come here with very little money are much more likely to uh, do very well financially than people who were born here with little money because of their, their thinking is different. Uh, the people that are coming here from a really screwed up place, country, um, and see the, the opportunity here, it, it, it helps them to better uh, understand, to better see and identify the opportunities because they can see all the resources that America has that that other country didn't have. So um, that's where we get back to seeing, identifying the opportunities, and that's why that's my main point here is to see the, you got to see the Great Depression 2.0 for what it is. And you have to identify, then you have to identify what are the opportunities. So you can't, if anyone who says, oh, there's nothing bad or different or strange about what's going on right now, um, those people are not going to do it. The people that can identify the opportunities of what's happening right now, major opportunities like world changing, historic changes, opportunities that are happening right now. Uh, those people are not going to be able to take advantage of the opportunities because they don't see them. <laughs> Obviously, you can't take advantage of opportunities if you don't see them. So the um, opportunities, let's get down to the nitty gritty. I'll try to, re you can read those on the LA Loft blog. And I just want to mention uh, some of them, which is opportunities in um, uh, the Great Recession itself, which is um, downsizing. So for me as a real estate professional, helping to people to sell their properties when they need to downsize, to buy smaller properties, uh, also to, do, to help people when they need to do a short sale rather than getting their home just taken away from a, in a foreclosure, and also helping people to um, this way, the way that I'm just sharing information from what I've learned over the last 53 years, and also to share with people um, what happened in the Great Depression that made people money. People made money off of oil because oil was a type of energy that was booming, so now that would be solar and pot and you know geothermal and wind uh, power and um, perhaps uh, for people who are really risky who want a really big risk and a big reward that'd be uh, nuclear fission 
type of power that hasn't even um, been successful quite yet, has been semi-tested and proven, but hasn't been created in a way that makes um, a profitable energy source. And then there's a, just countless other things that's important to know is we already know that you know toilet paper has done well and basic foods. Um, we all know that respiratory care has done well, but that those details kind of shift. Uh, medical care will keep doing well, even though some doctors and hospitals have gone bankrupt because they were not specialists in uh, acute respiratory distress treatments and things like that. Um, so shorting stocks uh, immediately does well. It did, has been doing extremely well since December. Uh, December, January, February, March. Shorting stocks has been extremely profitable, especially when they're shorting low-quality stocks. Uh, shorting low-quality stocks is often profitable, but it's especially profitable during a recession or depression. And so the other things, uh, technology, especially technologies that are helping people to downsize and increase efficiency, cut costs. So those are some of the many, 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 many things, opportunities. All right, so that's um, all the bad and all the good things about the current um, econ economy, economic situation. So thanks for taking a listen to our talk about the Great Depression of 2020. As I mentioned earlier, a property information packet is available. Or we'll also go in, if you see a property that you're interested in, you see it online, uh, just let us know the address and we will go in and we will video and we'll upload it to YouTube for you. Any downtown Los Angeles property, almost any property in LA, uh, Southern California and other areas. So let us know if you want a YouTube video of a property, then we will just make it happen for you for free with no obligation. Also, um, if you have a home you'd like to sell, um, you should know that I will guarantee the sale of your present home at a price acceptable to you, or I'll buy it for cash. This guarantee will allow you to buy your next home without worrying about selling your present home. To find out how much you could sell your home for, call me at 213 880-9910 if you're one of the many people who's going to start getting notice of default and notice of foreclosure and you'd rather save your home or get as much money as possible for your home um, if, if it's lost a lot of equity that's coming up this year and next year and then we do a short sale to get you as much uh, money for your home as possible all right thank you again i'm Corey Chambers in Los Angeles, your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. And you take care. Bye-bye.